welcome to another episode of the Joy of Social Work Podcast. I'm Joy. I am your host. Welcome. Hope everyone is doing well. Um, I don't believe that the month of July is almost over, which means that we are soon entering oh, Leo season. You knew that was coming. Good <laughs> Lord. For those of you who don't know, I am a Leo. Leo season is my favorite time of the year. My birthday is my favorite holiday. It is August 15th. So, you know, start thinking of birthday gifts. (laughs) (laughs) Always. Because the time is coming. Yes. But I don't, I mean, there's like, there's things coming up, but I feel like we could talk about them later. But what I'm really, 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 really excited about is I have a guest. It is the guest of all guests. Mm-hmm. Not only are you a podcast guest, but you are a guest in my home. Welcome to Atlanta. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I'm so happy to be here. Well, thank you for coming. Georgia owes me nothing. How are you enjoying your stay? I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's comfortable. Yes. Relaxing. I feel like I'm on like a whole vacation. Oh, okay. Well, yes. Yeah, that you do. Yes. I am very, very happy to be here. I'm very happy that you are here. Mm-hmm. Um, y'all know that I talk about missing my friends, and this is a friend that we like. Part of part of my self care routine in New York would be us hanging out, mm-hmm. and so. Yep. This has been a very refreshing couple of days because it feels very much like all that I've been mm-hmm. missing and needing. And I'm so grateful and excited. Yes. It definitely feels like we picked up right where we left off. Right. Like, we have not missed a beat, got right to the annoyance right away. I don't know if annoyance is a word, but right to the bullshit, all the cackling. All the cackling. All the all the slick talk. Yes. All of it. Tear for it. <laughs> love it. Very excited. Maybe you will go home. Maybe not. Mm-hmm. But you can come back and then we can do it again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm also like, I think there was a point that I was like, well, am I going to be weird when it's time for you to leave? But I'm also like, no, it'll be exciting because I'm just like, when you come back, yes, there's more things to do because, you know, we can't fit mm-hmm. all of the things in such a big city like Atlanta. I know. Um, into one trip. And there's also other parts of Georgia that we could, like, mm-hmm. visit. I do want to go to Savannah at some point in life, but... We know. need to go to Lake Lanier, but not get killed. But not get killed. Yeah. Don't get in the water. Yeah. Because it's... You will die. Yeah. Because the ancestors mm-hmm. are the ancestors, Yeah. They are not at rest. Mm-hmm. But, yes. Well, I have been on... Now I've blown the topic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Great to know. I have been on this, like... You know, when you're not in a great space or in a great mood, when you just sit in it, it doesn't get better. Mm-hmm. Um, time might make it pass. Maybe it just becomes you just you just become used to it. But I feel like you have to do something. So I've been on this like doing something kick lately, um, and so that has looked like working out, cooking. And even in the house food, my other friend told me that I should stop calling it in the house food and call it home cooked meals, but it's in the it's house in food the house to me because yeah. I like outside food. Um, that but I've be been, good though. yeah, yeah, outside food tastes outside better. Outside food, 
Because you don't got to do dishes. Me. And you don't got to do dishes and you mm-hmm. don't have to prepare it. Bro, yep. it's like after I cook a meal, I don't want to eat it. Yep. I'm over it. Yep. I don't ever want to see it again. You got to go to the grocery store. You got to make the damn food. Then you got to do the damn dishes. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. You got to take the garbage out. Bro, well. You could have just went out. I have valet trash. Oh, pal. Well. Us, us, us that are slumming it. Swings still. here. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but no. But like, it's a lot. So for me, it's much easier to just go outside and buy a meal and eat it. And then I get to the thing that I want mm-hmm. versus like, what vegetable protein combo mm-hmm. do I want to eat now? Because also when I cook, I try to eat like that because if I'm a cook, I might as well cook healthy. Yep. Yep. Because isn't that the point of cooking your food? Mm-hmm. So Ground turkey it is. All right. How much ground turkey and spinach can I eat oh, this week? God. Or ground turkey and string beans. Or salmon. Or salmon. Here we go. With Put it in rotation. Yep. How many salads can I eat yep. in a day? Yep. So I've been on this like do something thing. Mm-hmm. So I guess my doing something the last few days was like connecting with people in mm-hmm. person because... I don't I don't do it often enough or definitely as often as I used to. I feel like I've been working longer mm-hmm. or maybe not longer hours, still the same hours, but I've been seeing more people in a day mm-hmm. and that's been feeling some days overwhelming and exhausting. Mm-hmm. So this has been nice to like just be joy. Mm-hmm. Like I am no one's therapist right now. Nope. Not that I don't care, because obviously I do care about my clients and what they're going through. But in this, like, if you are in a crisis, please call somebody else, because I am, I'm not responding. Mm-hmm. And I am, like, unapologetically not responding to text messages or emails, because I also made it very clear that I was going to be on vacation mm-hmm. and taking time off, because I need this. Mm-hmm. Like, I need to recharge so that I can be the best person to myself. I can be a good therapist. I can be a good friend. Mm-hmm. I can be a good whatever other hats that I wear mm-hmm. and roles. So what are some things you feel like you've been doing for yourself? I think that similar to what you talked about, mm-hmm. it's been prioritizing sleep and rest, mm. especially now. I'm very happy about that Yes, girl. I'm like. Because you're a busy person. And I struggle with sleep. You do. So the way that my sleep is going right now over these past few weeks, mm-hmm. like I'm very, very grateful and it's made a huge difference for me. Mm-hmm. So definitely that. I've also been practicing a lot more mindfulness, like mm-hmm. very intentional moments in the day where I just stop mm-hmm. and evaluate what I'm feeling at that moment. Uh-huh. And saying to myself, is this a real feeling mm-hmm. or are you projecting something? Or is there Ooh. something else that's really bothering you? Okay. And that has helped a lot uh-huh. with me, like, being really clear on my feelings. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the other thing is, like, prayer. I do a nice. lot of prayer. Sometimes I'm praying and people don't realize I'm praying. Yeah. Like, it's just Because it's a conversation with you and God. It yep. doesn't have to involve anybody else. Yep. It could be, like, a signal I get mm-hmm. or, like, something that I see. And I'll just, like, take a moment and, like, say a few words. Mm-hmm. And I think that has brought me a lot of peace. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, believe it or not. Yeah. It just gives me more purpose in the day besides just going through the motions. Yes. So I you, enjoy it. So do you feel like 
because it's giving you more purpose in a day is being like super intentional about how you're spending your time, mm-hmm. what you're thinking about, what you're doing, those mm-hmm. kind of things. How I'm talking to myself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Why, mm-hmm. when I get upset, especially, it's like, are you really upset? What right. are you really upset at? And right. I've realized so much of it is not like what it appears to be at that moment. Right, right, right. Because a lot of the times it's not. Yep. It's that I mean, I, I saw you have that conversation with somebody else earlier. You're like, that's not what you're mad at. Mm-hmm. You're mad at this thing. <laughs> Exactly. And like, that's what's coming up. Because it happens. You're like, you like stub your toe mm-hmm. and you're ready to like throw your furniture mm-hmm. away. And it's like, no, actually you're mad because like you didn't get that job mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah. Or you didn't sleep enough. And so or you're, you you're cranky or yeah. something didn't go the way that you wanted to. And instead of you expressing that, you, you, you know, suppressed it. And now you're blowing up at everybody else. Right. Right. Absolutely. I think another thing that I've been trying to do too is like, and I, and I, and I think I do a pretty good job at this is like feeling my feelings and mm-hmm. naming them. So like, I'm not a, like, I mean, I can be depending on the person I'm talking to or like, just kind of like the situation. If I think it's going to like end that, like I'm okay Sometimes I'll just leave it at I'm okay because maybe you're not a person that I want to unpack what okay mm-hmm. is. But I've been really good, I think, lately about being like, I'm actually disappointed or like very mm-hmm. excited. Mm-hmm. Excited has been the feeling of the last few days because I've been excited that you were coming. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've really been trying to like sit in my feelings. And one of the things, I think I mentioned this before on here, is like my former therapist talked to me about this thing called RAIN. Mm-hmm. Um, recognize... What is A? It's on my computer. Acknowledge. Recognize, allow, investigate, and nurture your feelings. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I've been doing that a lot. And I've been working on that with my clients too. Is like, all feelings are not happiness. Mm -hmm. And that's cool. Mm -hmm. But when you have another feeling, like, what are you going to do with it? Are you going to push it to the side? Because that Mm -hmm. usually doesn't make it go away. And it often happens into what you're saying is it then turns into something else and now you're projecting mm-hmm. that anger, sadness, disappointment, hurt, whatever onto a different situation when you just could have just dealt with and processed mm-hmm. whatever it was that you were feeling. So I've been trying to do, be more intentional about that. I've also been like giving myself grace. Yeah. And not in like, cause I think sometimes I do it. I think other people do it is like, not and look at grace as like a pass mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and not giving myself a pass to like do mm-hmm. fuck shit but more so like well joy you did that because of this but mm-hmm. now what this it, it hasn't just yes. stopped that like i'm giving myself grace it's like no okay i gave myself grace and no. now what like i feel like it's being very very like taking an active role in my life and like yep. what am i doing and what yep. do i want yep yep I totally It's fucking main character energy. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. And I really like the thing about like giving yourself grace Mm -hmm. and then what? And then what? Because I have like specific specific areas in my life where I do give myself grace, Mm -hmm. but then like still holding myself accountable to my goals. Yes. Yes. Like when I do things that are not aligned with my goals and then being like, okay, you did it. Well, now, you know, mm-hmm. it's fine. You, 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 you needed to do that in that moment, but now you're still, you still have this goal. Right. So you just got to readjust right. and do it because you can. Exactly. Because you can. Like we, we eating a lot of fried chicken. Mm-hmm. 
that I don't think is on either one of our goals of like health, right? The fried chicken has crackers. Nah, but that fried chicken, no. <laughs> Wait, can I tell y'all? Like, so we got this fried chicken. Oh, Lord. And it, first of all, it stayed hot for like four hours. How? And that might be a little bit of an exaggeration, but that shit stayed hot for mad long. Mm-hmm. And then it just fell off the bone. Like, I'm a drum person, you're a flats person. In my mind, we were gonna rip them apart and like switch. But because the meat came off the flat so easy, I could eat it. I didn't have to fight with no bones and shit, which is why I don't like flats. No. And it was like, wow, this is a good chicken eating experience. Mm -hmm. And also, I'm not a, like, I'm not the fried chicken girl. But God damn it, that fried chicken might have changed my motherfucking life. Changed my fucking life. I have never had so much fried chicken. Bitch, me neither. And I could eat fried chicken right fucking now. And I, I just and love it what? so much. There's something in the refrigerator <laughs> from last night that we might pop in the air fryer. Why didn't we do that before we started recording? That shit is so fucking that good. Shit was fire. I'm like, Those this fries? is fries? Bruh. I'm like, is this why fried chicken has such a hold on the community? Cause <laughs> <laughs> fried chicken got us got the community in a, in in a, a chokehold. Cause I never understood it until I came to Georgia and started eating this fried. Ch- I was like, oh, this is what this shit supposed to taste like. Right. Cause I again, like my friends joke all the time. They be like, Joy don't like chicken, and like chicken is not number one on my list. It's not number ten. I mean, yeah. I, mean I feel like they ain't that many protein yeah. options. But, like, I'm not the girl that's like, oh, I want some chicken wings. Girl. I mean, if that's what we're eating, I'm going to eat it. Yeah. But, like, I never, like, oh, damn, I want wings. Yeah. Never. Never. However, bitch. And also, please take note, not a sauce on them. Not a sauce. It ain't buffalo wings, bitch. It's fried chicken. Fried chicken. I put sauce because the girl brought it over. She said, y'all want sauce? I said, mm. And I just Maybe used for the fries just because it's there. But you don't need anything on that chicken. That fucking chicken melted in my mouth. What did they put? I'm going to go work there part-time so I can Mm -hmm. find the motherfucking recipe. First of all, we need to find out how the shit stay hot so long. Bro, that was was impressive to me. The the texture, the seasoning, the crunch on it. Good Lord. That chicken was good. That damn fucking chicken, y'all. Right. The point of the chicken oh, sorry. was because I was like, well, "What was we talking about?" <laughs> Here we go. It's now a food review, but it doesn't align with our yes. our our health goals. Yes. However, what's next? Yes. Now we probably gonna eat fried chicken today. Yep. But like, I probably won't eat fried no. chicken again for a while. No. And also, we had the option earlier today to eat yes. fried chicken or something fried mm-hmm. and. We made a conscious effort to do something different. When we went to Papa Don's. Yeah, because mm-hmm. we was like, enough. Enough. Enough, enough. with the fuck shit. You ain't going to be eating fried for every meal. Right. Because you could get that. Yes. That can happen in the South. Very yes. Easily. Yes. Um, but I, I love that. I feel like my like close friends, I feel like we're in this space of like, challenging each other and like wanting growth for each other obviously ourselves too but like so challenging ourselves challenging each other and wanting growth for ourselves and each other and it and it feels good because and i didn't know you when i was like 20 and toxic Mm -hmm. (laughs) that was a different kind of bitch 
But I like that. I don't feel like of my like core unit mm-hmm. folks that we are on that like toxic shit no. anymore. And I really like that for us. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a serious sign of growth and just like having people around you that are like minded. Yeah. Because I actually find myself when I'm around people who are toxic, it becomes a situation that I need to leave. Agreed. I don't want it. I don't want to be around that. Nothing good could come from that. Right. It's just not, it doesn't like prime the pump for positivity. Ooh, prime the pump. Yeah, oh, okay. it doesn't like do that. any of <laughs> Bitch, I'm adding that to my vernacular. <laughs> this is not priming my pump. <laughs> <laughs> Although I don't know what fucking pump we talking about. Is it a bike pump? It's not being primed it's though. Not, whatever it is, it, it it ain't pumping. It ain't pumping what I wanted to pump. Right. So. But no, that makes sense. And I find like you know I'm here for I'm here for entertainment. Mm-hmm. Um, and a good laugh and a good like mm-hmm. kiki. So I unfollowed the shade room because I felt like it was a lot for me. Mm. Um, good for you. But now I don't know what's happening in the world. But it was after that Kim and Kanye thing. It was too much. It was too much back and forth. And I was like, this is a, I don't care. Okay. But, you know, I still follow the cast facts and the Justin Boys. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes their posts are funny and accurate. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that shit is like, please don't do that anymore. Mm -hmm. And also, like, I'm sure their their, um, audience is a wide range of people. But I'm not in a space of, Pulling up to houses and no. causing a scene. No. Pulled up before. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do it no more. No. Because if at almost 40 years old, I got to pull up on you. No. Good day. Yeah. Gas costs too much. And yeah. my my fucking integrity is yes. too much for me to like embarrass myself mm-hmm. over some shit that mm-hmm. in two weeks might not be important mm-hmm. anymore. Mm-hmm. And so it bothers me at times when, like, I know that people are still on that type of time. Mm-hmm. And they're still on that, like, very stuck in, again, like, when I think of, like, toxic joy. People are still very stuck in that. And, like, everybody moves at their own speed. And some people will never, some people will always some just be that. people will always just be that. Yeah. And, and, and that's cool. I just would prefer to not be around mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think like understanding that your growth and your evolution is not going to necessarily yes. um, pass on to everyone around you. Exactly. Some people will remain stagnant. Yeah. And it's also not at the same rate. I wouldn't say that me and all my friends yeah. are like doing the same things at the same time. It's, it's, it's at everybody's own pace mm-hmm. in the way that they need to do it for them. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure like you know, I have friends who are, su- you you being one of them, super like on top of finances. Mm-hmm. That ain't my, that's mm-hmm. not my for real strong point mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. compared to other people. Mm-hmm. So I have friends who like have paid off all their student loan debt, mm-hmm. student loan debt. Um, I keep getting this email about loan forgiveness. I, I might know. apply for some sugars just to be like, I, I tried. Yeah. I did something. Mm-hmm. But other than that, this shit is probably mm-hmm. not getting paid. But, like, I have friends who've paid off student loans that mm-hmm. have no credit cards that mm-hmm. have hundreds of thousands of dollars mm-hmm. aside for, for retirement. Yep. And I'm like, well, 
hope that I can continue mm-hmm. to work for another 10 years because that's now what I'm trying to work yeah. on. Not, like, me and finance, I've talked about this before, me and finances have not always been the best of friends, mm-hmm. but I'm trying to be better now because the stakes are higher. Yes. yes. I don't want to work forever. Yes. Um, and because I'm an entrepreneur, yep. that looks differently. If I'm not feeding into my retirement or if I'm not doing something that's going to passively mm-hmm. make me income for the rest of my life, or I don't find that man that we just watched the video who mm-hmm. wants to, to, to give somebody a lifestyle to just hug him, because I would do that. I would yeah. hug for a living yeah. for, to pay my life. Um, and maybe I will. Because mm-hmm. I saw something about like being a professional cuddler. I was like, oh, oh bitch, I love to cuddle. I'm, I love to cuddle and I'm so complex. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. But um, I. Um, yes. So I'm like, I'm working on that now. So it's like, it doesn't have to look the same mm-hmm. with the people who are part of your community. But something that's important for me is that it does look like something. And what do you do when it doesn't? <laughs> That's a great question. So what does it look look like when when, when you're what, friends, when you're working so hard, yes. right? To like just like evolve and get better and yes. and achieve some of the personal goals that you've set for yourself. Right. And we talked about how being around like spaces that are don't don't necessarily align with that mm-hmm. or that are toxic mm-hmm. can be very difficult to be around mm-hmm. but these are people that you've known for a long time right and that are friends yes and that feel very close to you or did at some point or did at some point right and they're not and they're, they're stagnant yes so for me I guess two things. For me, this is kind of where, like, French fry friendship mm-hmm. theory comes in. In, like, well, you're not a large fry. Mm-hmm. So if my small fries or my in-the-bag in the fry mm-hmm. friends are, like, or associates are not making moves, that don't got nothing to do with me because mm-hmm. you're not, I'm not invested enough in you and I don't think you've invested enough in me for me to not care. I feel like care is such a different word but like if you're not moving and we're not like if it's not you right mm-hmm. or like you are like the people who I consider in that mm-hmm. in that category it doesn't affect me it doesn't impact me one I don't talk to you enough mm-hmm. you don't know my business mm-hmm. I probably don't know your business um so it's not coming my way enough but if it is like if we are in enough communication where I'm just always screw facing your decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I'll say something. I mm-hmm. think I think more often now I do say something. Mm-hmm. Um, just and, and it's not like oh my god you shouldn't do that because mm-hmm. it's not my business. But I think I'll ask a question because, and that could be the, the social worker in me is like I want to understand why you're doing this. Yeah. Why are you the way you are? And like I can come up with an analysis mm-hmm. in my head. But I want to know from you, why do you think you need to do these things mm-hmm. that are kind of unhealthy or unsafe? Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess if I'm invested enough, mm-hmm. I'll question it. And if I'm not, then I might just like fade to black. Yeah. I, that's what I struggle with is the fading to black. Yeah. 
what's hard about it. I could it. do it in relationships. I could do it with romantic relationships. Friendships are but hard. Friendships are hard for me. Yeah. Because I just feel like all of the, the people who I call friends or who have been friends to me at some are inherently good mm-hmm. people. But just because somebody's a good person doesn't mean they need to be in your life. But that's what I struggle with. Because I'm like, if the person wants to be in my life, mm-hmm. or it acts or seems like the person wants to be in my life in some capacity, mm-hmm. it's mean mm-hmm. for me to not allow them to. Let's because the person me. never did anything to you. Oh my God, you sound like another, you sound like another friend of mine. Yep. Was like that's mean, or like they didn't do a thing. Yeah. So okay, so let's unpack mean. What's mean? What does mean mean to you? To me, mean is like is that it's like not being friendly and nice to someone who is trying to be in your life in some way. But and just because as a some... friend, and it's like it's not doing anything to you. They just want to like hang out. But just because they're nice and not doing a thing, but you don't want, you don't want to be around them. Why is your decision to not want to be around them way less than their decision to want to be around you? I think because... Because it's mean and not. It's It's mean and because one of the criticisms that I get about myself often is that I can be very direct and cutthroat, like very... But you are direct. Yeah, but so some people say be. that's mean. And so... Being I direct is not being mean. To me, I think it's the ultimate sign of respect. I think... I mean, I think so, too. I think so, so many fucking relationships, whatever, mm-hmm. work, intimate friendships, family, all of that, mm-hmm. that have no clarity. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when someone is direct, then I don't have to question anything in my head. I know what it is. I don't have to make up a story. Mm-hmm. I don't have to add to... I don't have to put sauce on. Mm-hmm. It is direct because you said it. Yep. I don't think it's a criticism. I think it's actually a but positive trait. But I think people struggle with directness because mm-hmm. we just be out here trying to be like nice. Yes. And we try to be nice versus kind. Yes. And in being nice, you often are not being kind. Yes. It's true. I think that in many of the, every time that I've been called harsh, direct, or um, mean, mean, is when I'm doing something that someone doesn't want me to do. Oh, or so I'm like, not doing the thing that the person expects me to do. And so now I'm... And when I say no, it's no. Right. So it's like when people set boundaries and it goes against yep. the person yep. that they're setting a boundary for because it doesn't yep. benefit them anymore. Yep. Now the person who set the boundary, who's saying no, or who's being direct yep. is mean yep. because it's not working for That's you. That's right. But again, and I think that plays in my head when someone's trying to be around me and mm-hmm. I'm saying no. I'm like, yeah, you go being mean again. But Just like what like, you call it said, see, you're doing okay. it right now. Okay. But, but like, so? I know. That's where I struggle. And I don't struggle with this in romantic relationships. Yeah. I only struggle with it with friends. With friends. What's the difference? I think that my thoughts about romantic relationships for a long time mm-hmm. has been, in many ways, I've looked at them as a battle of wits. Mm-hmm. So I got to make sure I'm two steps ahead and that I'm understanding game uh-huh. 
so that I can maintain my position uh-huh. in this relationship. Okay. The power position or the right. upper hand. Okay. I don't look at friendships that way. Because the friendships, you're like, it's just, you're on the same playing yeah, field. Yeah, we're on equal footing. We're Got on the it. same playing field. We're not trying to trick each you're other. We're not in competition. We're not in, yeah. Okay. He's not trying to game me. I'm not trying to game him. Mm-hmm. We all just here to have a good time and mm-hmm. be friends mm-hmm. and hug and laugh and have a good time. Right. So then it feels like when it's time to make a decision, potentially, or like when you start to have the like, ooh, I don't know about this person anymore. Mm-hmm. Because they didn't do anything and they still want to be around. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to be looked at in a negative light. You stay too. Mm-hmm. What about your feelings? I always feel like it's not a big deal. Your, I always, Your if, own feelings are not a big deal? In friendships, I'm like, you'll be fine, bitch. You'll be fine. Relax. Like, you. That's what I say. But they can, get, they, they can be fine. They won't be fine. If but I see, be. But I feel like that's, that's a yeah. Cause you, I'm, I'm like, bitch, you're fine. Relax. Go out and have the drink. Like, go out. Cause you and, can deal with it. Yes, they can't yes. deal with the, the loss. Exactly. I know this is not like supposed to be my, but no, that's what, that's no. exactly how I think about it though. No, but I mean like, I, I, I'm I, like, really bitch, this is your problem. Somebody want to go and have a hamburger with you and you don't want to have a hamburger. Relax. That's not a real problem. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how, that's exactly what the self-talk and is. And then you go. And then go get your shoes on. But then you put, your, okay, <laughs> boom, okay. So you go, you, you, you there, and then what is it like usually? I pop, I get it together. But is there ever a moment that you're like, and I'm sure it varies, but like, I should have stayed my ass at home. Yeah, usually. But then. <laughs> Not I, usually. <laughs> But then if usually, why do you, but you go back because they're feeling, mm-hmm. well, I'm why, like, but I feel good because I made the other person feel good. So it feels good to me. I hear you. I hear you. And I'm sure there's a bunch of people who resonate because I yeah. mean, and I do too. There's a lot of things that I think yeah. that I do and have done because I want other people to feel good. But then the thing that really fucks with me is like, what about us? Why can't we feel good? Because I feel like, oh, you not going to feel good because they don't feel um, first of all, I feel like there are so many things that are amazing about my life. Mm-hmm. Like legit I most mean, things. Me, yeah, it's true though. <laughs> I have beautiful friends. You do. They're beautiful. I, have I think something about both of us is we have a beautiful community. Yes. Yeah. And so it's like, again, this is not a real problem. I hear you when you say it's not a real problem. And I'm not trying to make it one. There's people that have no one to talk to, no community. They wish someone would call them to have a hamburger. Yes. Also, hamburgers are disgusting. Who's hamburger. eating a hamburger with, ooh, with no cheese in Denise them? eats hamburgers. I thought Without she, cheese? She told me that. I was like, that's disgusting. Yes. She's like, I don't eat cheese. on. I eat cheese, but I don't eat cheese on burgers. I said of all the things, burgers and cheese. I've never, I can't even fathom eating a, a hamburger. I get an attitude if I got to eat a burger without cheese. I wouldn't do it. Imagine you go to McDonald's and you order a hamburger. I think that the hamburgers come in a blue wrapper. You know how the cheeseburgers oh, have the yellow? like a a, be, a very regular cheeseburger. Uh-huh. It was in yellow. I think the blue the hamburgers come in a blue. Can one. I tell you a trauma story about yeah. hamburgers? Yeah, oh, I want to hear it. So when I was pledging, mm-hmm. I don't talk about this on you know, but as 
this point, I don't care what they gonna do. Come get me. <laughs> but when I was pledging, one of them was like, I want a hamburger. I want a cheeseburger with no cheese. Go get me one. And I was like, this is, what? bitches just be making up shit to be making up shit. What, bitch? Why would I go order? That's stupid. That's a hamburger. a hamburger. And she was like, no, it's different. I was like, all right. So what do you do? You order a cheeseburger and peel the cheese off? You ask them to not put cheese on the cheeseburger. How the fuck she know? Because it had a yellow wrapper. I guess it needs to say it needs to be in a cheeseburger wrapper, and then the sticker, you know, the, the yeah, special yeah. sticker, needs to say no cheese. I mean, I guess this is why I'm not in a sorority, but I sometimes I think about it. But that's another story. Yeah. But um, yes, I hear you. Other people do not have the thing, but mm-hmm. does that mean you need to then suffer in some ways? And like suffering. Is it maybe that's maybe suffer is an extreme word because it doesn't feel like suffering if somebody wants to spend time with yeah. you. Yeah. But if your time feels like it's being wasted on interactions that are not enjoyable to you, is that cool? Do this. You know what it is? I think that I view some of those interactions as this isn't for you. This is for someone else. That is the most I know thing it's I've backwards as fuck. But that's so I'm like, right now it's not about you. Someone else needs something. I so you're not here because you think Joy needs something. Bitch, you wish. You wish I loved you that much. <laughs> but that feels that doesn't feel nice to me. That feels like a petty chill. Mm. I'm hanging out with you because I feel bad. That doesn't feel good for the person if they... You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Damn. I guess I got But then it's not nice. It's not real. It's this is also... This is my, my mm-hmm. old... Shout out to my old therapist. Please get your license in Georgia so we can work together again. But she had to check me on that. She was like, you're not being nice because you don't want to do it. You don't want to do it and you're not even in it for the right reason. So it's not nice. She's like, if the person knew that you didn't want to be there and yep. you were just showing up yep. to yep. say, like, look, I did a thing, yep. they would feel yep. more hurt than if you just yep. said, I'm not interested in coming. Yep. And I'm like, all right. Yep. And yep. that kind of changed when I started to be on some, like, I don't want to do things I don't want to do. But you also know that I'm queen of saying no. I mean, yes. I do know that about you. So you know, these, these, is, these are very specific instances are, and that I'm describing to you. I know, I know. And they're like few and far between, but I'm also saying like, I know other people are listening yeah. to this who they do yeah. do things for other people yeah. because they want the other person to be happy. Mm-hmm. And my thing is just kind of like challenging you to be happy. Yeah. And you to do the thing that you want to do. Yeah. And like... For some people, that might mean, damn, you're a bitch. Damn, mm-hmm. you're mean. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, you always say no. Mm-hmm. But, like, am I saying no because y'all are not the people I want to be around? Yeah. Or am I saying no because, like, some other stuff is going on and maybe that's really what I need to be working on and, like, mm-hmm. unpacking, you know? Because mm-hmm. there's, there's levels to that. Why am I saying no? Yeah. Sometimes I'm saying no because I don't want to do it. And sometimes I'm saying no because I physically and emotionally or whatever can't yeah. do it. Yeah. No, you're right. You're definitely right about that. And I think that's something that I need to think about 
and kind of challenge myself on mm-hmm. more. I think I'm there now, though. I think I'm in a place where I'm ready to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, most recently, like, I've realized, like, oh, no, like, you can, you can give the same energy that you give in every other area of your life mm-hmm. to this. Right. And so, I will be. Okay. What do you think, in, in, in the realm of, like, doing something, because to me, like, the, the part that's not spelled out is for you, mm-hmm. doing something for yourself. What do you think would be the benefit if everybody thought of themselves first? Mm-hmm. See, that's where I struggle, because I don't think that I yet, I don't think I have a clear understanding yet of self-preservation versus being selfish. Mm. Why is there a difference? Because selfish, selfish kind of self-preservation. Yeah, but selfish has such a negative connotation. But it, it's not always negative. Because like, okay, boom. You're here. I'm trying to think of an example real fast. You're here and I'm like, and you were like, I want to go on a, there no yachts here. Mm-hmm. I want to go on a yacht. It costs $20,000 and this is what I want to do while I'm in Georgia and I don't give a fuck, mm-hmm. but that's what I want to do. And if I was like, okay, let's do it. I don't got $20,000 to spend on the yacht, but if like I'm putting your needs before mine, mm-hmm. now maybe I can't, now maybe I'm evicted. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not evicted, child. Bitch, because not for the it's, yacht. It's evicted for the like yacht for the yacht. Baby. Now I now I work. Now I live on the yacht <laughs> until they find until you. Until they find me, wolf. and they be like, "What are you doing here?" <laughs> but I'm like giving up, and that's a really extreme example. Yeah. But I've like put myself in a bad situation mm-hmm, to make mm-hmm. you feel good, mm-hmm. and now I'm in a bad situation. Yeah. Versus, let me look at my bank account. Bitch, hell no, I can't go on $20,000. I can't go on $2,000 yeah. because that doesn't feel fiscally responsible for me. Yeah. And even if you were to come back and be like, well, I'm not coming and we're not friends anymore. Mm. At the end of the day. That's fine. Am I going to come back to New York and come live with you because now we've gone on this shop party? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, But again, that's an extreme example. I feel like. Probably a more everyday example for people is like, I don't know. I think, I mean, yeah, it's like going to a dinner that you can't afford. Yeah. It's, it's a birthday dinner and yeah, we spending $150 on birthday dinner. Yep. And, and I like, can't afford that. Now I'm in a bad situation. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of saying like, Hey, I can't go. Mm-hmm. And that person might be like, damn, I really wanted you at my birthday. Mm-hmm. But you know you can't do it. Mm-hmm. And like, yes, it might hurt them. And yes, you might feel bad. But at the end of the day. At the end of the day, you are able to, you know, continue to work towards the things that are right. that are important to you. Now, is, does that make you selfish or is that self-preservation? To me, that's self-preservation. But I think self-preservation involves being selfish. Mm. Because I think it involves thinking of self. So is selfish bad? I don't think selfish is bad. I think selfish can be bad. Let okay. me let me say, th- say that. I think 
Like, but then, but okay. Because I'm thinking of like, it does the reason matter? I think I think that might be the difference. Okay, is the why? Okay, like, but I also because mm, I also think it's like, are you using other tools and tactics like manipulation mm-hmm. and um, maybe that's the main one because I'm thinking of like people have like that's selfish, mm-hmm. but a lot of that is because they're manipulating the situation. Mm-hmm. Okay, I got or one. a person. How about it's my birthday okay and we're going out for dinner mm-hmm. and the dinner is gonna cost probably about three hundred dollars a person Nigga. <laughs> okay and it's at the top of the empire state building okay and the reason you can't come is not because you can't afford it because you can. Okay. The reason you're not coming is because I've invited someone else that you don't like. Ooh, that's a great one. Selfishness or self-preservation. That's great. Because I felt the way about people not coming to my mm-hmm. events because other people they didn't like were coming and I was like, it's big. It's not about them. It's mm-hmm. about me. Now, yeah. But I also think that was the joy of a few years ago. I think today I'm like, might I feel a way? Maybe for like a little bit. But I think if you explain it to me like that, like, oh, I'm not coming because you invited such and such. You know I don't fuck with them. Mm -hmm. But we could go out tomorrow. Okay. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not, I don't want to subject people to energy that they don't want to be around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even if for the sake of my Leo birthday. Mm-hmm. But if somebody is on some like, like say I need something. And I'm like, hey, can you help me move? Uh-huh. And you're like, no, I can't help you move because... I don't want to drive and no, that's a bad example because I'd be like, okay. I don't know. I also feel like I think how I think of selfishness has changed so much in my mind that I can't think of an example that makes me go, I can't, I can understand that. Mm -hmm. Again, unless somebody is just like really like nasty and like hurtful with it. Yeah. Like if you're being selfish to hurt me? I think an example of selfish might be, I'm not coming to your birthday party because it ain't lit enough. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> and oh, might- you just gonna do that? You just gonna have that fried chicken again? Oh, I ain't coming to that shit. that's boring. That shit boring. And like, on one hand, I might be like, man, fuck you. And on the other one, I'd be like, you know what? You do like a more lit environment. And I'll yeah, be and that's fine. Tired. Yep. But I'm just trying to think of like, because I've had like, <laughs> I think like more of like with my clients, they'll be like telling me a story and I'm like, damn, that's fucked up. Mm-hmm. But I think if the story makes me go, damn, that's fucked up, then maybe that feels like negative selfish. Okay. Okay. But maybe in that other person's defense, that's their self-preservation. I think we all have boundaries uh, that we need to 
uphold. Mm -hmm. And I do feel like in a world, because I think we've kind of lived in this world, like I think of like my parents Mm -hmm. and my family, the older people. We've lived in this world where there haven't been a lot of boundaries. Mm -hmm. Niggas has just kind of been doing things and accepting Mm -hmm. things and, you know, kids, side kids and fucking... Outside baby. Uh, No money and abuse. I think there's been a lot of, especially in black communities, there's been a lot of hurt and pain that folks have just, like, taken on to, like, be there for their family. And I kind of wish some of those people would have been more selfish and been like, I'm choosing me and fuck you in this... Five kids you done had yep. on me, Clarence. Yep. Yep. I do think that that is a very real statement. I think that so many people, you know, especially, I speak from a woman's point of view because I'm a woman. Mm-hmm. Women especially. I like you said that like I'm not. <laughs> That's a different fucking episode. Join out a woman. But I say it because I I can't speak from the male perspective, but I guess I could say just like people in general. So many of us are afraid to be called selfish or afraid to be called mean or afraid or very mindful of the way that people feel about them. I think some people, people are also afraid to be alone. Yeah. And I think a lot of the times we don't establish boundaries or say no mm-hmm. or fucking not show up because mm-hmm. if I don't show up, will I ever be asked to come back? Even if I don't like this group, yep. even if I don't like my family, even yep. if these are really not my friends, yep. if I don't get invited, then who do I have? Yep. Ooh, that's scary. That's scary. I think being alone is a very, very scary thing for a lot of people, especially mm-hmm. as you get older. Mm-hmm. I think that, oh, yeah. yeah, because you're, uh, so many of your social activities reduce or change. Yeah. And it's also harder to find community the old, yep. I mean, harder is in, the, I also, I, okay, I said, I would say, I feel like it's harder in this COVID world mm-hmm. where some people don't leave their homes mm-hmm. because they work from home. Some people don't leave their homes because of anxiety or sickness mm-hmm. and like, the ability to meet people has changed. Yeah. But I will also say COVID, yes, that's mm-hmm. one thing. But I think another thing is also social media mm-hmm. because I do believe that the emergence of social media has created this idea for people that there are just so many people out there. Mm-hmm. It's just so easy to meet someone, mm-hmm. especially as it relates to relationships. Right. And I think that it had it does lead to women, again, I only that's what I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, accepting things yes. that they wouldn't necessarily accept or that they know are not good options, but they're doing it because of the idea that like, look at social media Mm -hmm. and I don't know what your feed looks like, but on mine it's so many stories of women being disrespected Mm -hmm. by men, whether they're famous or not. Mm -hmm. And the women staying or the women like Mm -hmm. finally after taking it from for so long, finally standing up for themselves. Mm -hmm. And then uh, this story will come out. And then a week or two later, this same man will be with another girl, Mm -hmm. you know? And it's just like, I think that that's social media has made, has created the illusion, right? 
that there are people at your fingertips. And in many cases, I guess there are, right? right. If you're using social media for marketing or to promote your business or whatever, whatever. But I also think that on the dating and relationships front, mm -hmm. it has created that. And I think that has sparked anxiety in many women that are already in these relationships. We're like, girl, let me just stay. Cause if I leave him, this is true. He gonna just have, a, there's a girl in his DMs waiting. Yes. This is, I mean, I also think if you are a decent enough black man yep. in America, yep. it might feel like women are at your disposal. If you, you know, if, in, in a, I think so. I think a lot. I think, especially for young, I mean, I don't, I, I'm around young people a lot. I hear the fights they have. Mm -hmm. I hear the things that they cry about in the guidance counselor's office. That's so sad. And these are the kinds of things they're saying. They're so young. But we know that so many that the, the the kids are following the trends. The kids are more connected now than they ever been. They have, yeah, they are. I mean, and yeah, and if they, if, if kids speaking, mm -hmm. if their parents aren't in relationships or healthy exactly. relationships, they at young ages like ten, yep, feel like they have to establish that stuff yep. so young, and then you get to like women in their twenties and thirties. Women in their 20s not wanting to be a single yeah. woman in her 30s. Exactly. And women in their early 30s not wanting to be a single yep. woman in their late 30s and 40s. Yep. And women in their late 30s being like, I mean, he got a pulse. Yep. And he's like, he's I. Yep. And so they start scrambling. And they just start taking whatever shit gets thrown at them. Right. And if you are, if you are a dating woman or in a relationship or married and you have a single friend who's like, girl, yep. then you definitely are not trying to be with the shit. Nope. You don't want no parts of this yep. world. But the issue about that is that if that's your line of thinking, right. Under, and, and that's the narrative that you're putting out there. Understand that the people you're dating are also hearing that line of thinking right. and are going to act accordingly. Right. If you act like you have no options, you won't have any. Ooh. Say that one more time. No. If you ah, act like ah, you have ah. no options, you won't have any. It's that mindset. It's a mindset shift. If you out here and you like, you know what? I'm a, I'm sitting in this moment. I'm enjoying it. It's beautiful and like it's great, but if it don't go, mm -hmm. guess what? Something else going to go. Mhm. Mm if, you're, if, if that's your mindset, then I think that's a mindset of abundance. Mm -hmm. mm. But I think that if yes. you don't and you talking about, oh, well, I'm going to stick beside him. And you know you shouldn't. And you don't need oh. to stick beside him. Sometimes, yeah. you know, sometimes you should stick beside him, right? Like if he's just, do, if he do funny stuff <laughs> or annoying, some annoying stuff, okay. then stick beside him, girl. He's a good man. Stick okay. beside him. But if this nigga is out here making <laughs> hardcore, like he cheating, he fucking DMing bitches, oh, he's talking about it's just social media. I ain't oh, never gonna really meet her, nigga. Get your dumb ass off the fucking phone. If he's like being verbally, emotionally, financially, physically, sexually abusive, you can leave him. Yep. And like those situ, th that abuse versus like cheating mm -hmm. versus like. 
entertaining other women is mm-hmm. is a different conversation and how you navigate leaving those relationships looks differently mm-hmm. but you don't have to stay no. I feel like I talk to so many women and I'm like I just want you to leave yep I yep. just want you to leave yep I want more for you but I can't want more for you than you want for yourself and I know I've been in situations where my friends have wanted more for me yep and and like y'all will say it yeah sometimes like gloss over it and sometimes very directly like girl if you do this this mm-hmm. this this and this and like i get it mm-hmm. but again you can't want more for people than they want for That's themselves right. and i think sometimes people who stay in re- that they know like some people don't mm-hmm. know like it's like real sneaky and conniving mm-hmm. and they don't realize it and that's real or or it's been something that they're so used to or patterns that they've seen in other relationships mm-hmm. that again it's not it's not as blatant, mm-hmm. but when you know, yeah, and you just like, I'm gonna stay. Yep. Damn, I forgot my point. I think like staying when you know that. I forgot the point of it, but yes, but like, um, fuck, it was good. Cool. I'm gonna maybe this will bring it back. Okay, I'm gonna think. I'm thinking about what we were talking about earlier. That that post I saw um, from Demetria when she wrote, "We date at the level of our self esteem." Mm-hmm. 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 I knew that would bring it back. Mm-hmm. I knew that would bring mm-hmm. it back. Right. It's like when you get to that point and you realize it, then what do you do? Yeah. Yeah. Because sitting in it and dumbing yourself down and diminishing mm-hmm. your light and your worth. Again, it's like not a mindset of abundance. Mm-hmm. It's this mindset of scarcity, mm-hmm. which I want us, specifically black women, to get out of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe there's not a lot of eligible bachelors that you are into, but maybe you have to broaden what you want. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you have to look in different places. Mm-hmm. All the niggas don't live in your city. That's right. That's All the right. niggas don't live in your state. Yep. But like, if you keep coming... Oh well, you know if okay, I'ma just take it. Mm-hmm. Then that's what you're gonna keep getting. Yep, yep. It's it's a it's a scarcity mindset. Yeah, it's a scarcity mindset. And if that's what you accept, that's what you will always have. Right, right. And this is why I feel like being selfish is important in the sense of what do I want. Mm-hmm. You sitting here looking at this nigga and you hate him. Mm-hmm. Hate him. You hate him. He ain't doing shit. He ain't laying <laughs> in that same fucking spot on that couch yep. for the last three fucking months. Yep. He ain't applied for one job. And the same that nigga shorts. <laughs> Talking about, babe, can you buy me these new Nike shorts? The, the short ones. I want to participate for in Gucci Daddy. Daddy season. Nigga. I will stab you. But like. If this nigga is laying on your couch eating your fucking food, if you got kids, he fucking eating your kids' snacks and shit. <laughs> and you just like, wait, well, you know, but he here. Nick, fuck that shit. Fuck. Want more. That's all it takes is for the nigga to fucking be there and be having a, 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 a pulse and a heartbeat. Want more. Want fucking more. And Cause say just because you don't want to fucking look at yourself by yourself. Ooh, 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 ooh. And I got another one. Or you don't want to be called needy. Mm-hmm. I had this conversation with a client the other day. And I've been called needy before. Oh, because mm-hmm. 
because a bitch has been called needy probably by anybody I've ever talked to. Mm-hmm. And I had to stop and think, and I'm like, I have needs though, and because yep. I'm communicating what they are and you can't give me yep. them, doesn't mean there's something wrong with me. It means we just aren't not for each other. Yep. If I'm and, and I don't think my needs are like I want to see you every day. No. And like be with you 24 yeah. hours, seven days. I am not that person yeah. either. But like if I like need to see you or want to see you once a week and I want to go on dates and I want like you to rub my butt and tell me nice things. That's bare minimum. Bare. That's motherfucking the gra- yeah. That shit should just come automatically. Yeah. But if I have to, because sometimes you have to teach people. Yeah. But if I have to express that to you, that these are the things that I like and these are the things that I want and you call me motherfucking needy. Mm. Let me go find these Alabama niggas mm, with motherfucking creases in their pants. What are you talking about? But I think, again, we are so afraid of call, being called yep. mean or being called a bitch or being yep. called selfish that sometimes we don't express our needs and our wants. That's right. And we stay quiet and we just take what's given to us. Yep. Yep. Because it's here. Yep. Because it's available. Because it's but new. we're taught that as kids. We are taught that by kids. And I, this is why I'd be like, we got to break these fucking yeah. cycles. Because I'm sure our parents, our grandparents, our aunts, uncles, cousins, whatever, maybe wish they would have like not taken some of the bullshit. Yes. And been like, I choose me. Yep. And again, I get it was different then. My grandmother had a third great education. I don't really know the dynamics of her and my grandfather's relationships. Mm-hmm. From what I've heard, it seems like it was great. But in the case that it was, I mean, I guess, well, not that grandma, my other grandma, mm-hmm. when my grandfather left her and the, their five children to move to New York, random, nigga went to like get milk and then moved to New York. We talking like the 50s, 60s? I don't know if my grandmother had money to get on an airplane. Yeah. To go to New York, so she probably want a fucking bus coming, yep. going to New York Looking to find her husband. husband, to then bring him back home. Now you got to leave your five kids to go find your nigga in another state. I wish I would, but she stayed. But she stayed and had another kid after the nigga left. You with five kids lied about it, say he was going to get milk and moved and moved, and then she had to go back retrieve his ass. Bring him back. Bring him back and give him and have another kid. Right. Now, mind you, the five kids you've left have experienced trauma because yeah. now both of their parents have are left gone. Them. Mm-hmm. And again, you know, I'm listening to this story from my father's take. I don't have a timeline no. on how, how long, long it took her either to find of them him. were gone. Mm-hmm. Um, but like he resented his father, and I always felt like, why don't you resent my grandmother? Because she left, left too. too. But she left because she had to go get him. Right. But, like, maybe at the time she didn't have an education or she didn't have a job. She didn't have the resources. Mm -hmm. But women do now. Yes. And if you don't, there are places that can help. Yes. Sometimes there are people that can help. Maybe your mother, you could go back to your mother's house. Maybe you don't want to do that and I get that. But, like. Sometimes you just got to get out of the bad situation so that you can re- receive the abundance yeah. that is available to you. I think also if you are in that kind of situation and you have no one to turn to, at least start taking control of your mind mm-hmm. so that you can start to 
create a plan mm-hmm. for yourself. Mm-hmm. Even if that plan is going to take you five, six years, mm-hmm. start, you know, your mind is your own. Mm-hmm. Now I pray, I always say your mind is the, the mind, the mind is the most powerful, powerful thing. You yes. can do anything. And that's why it's so dangerous when you let someone else take that shit from you. Yeah. So it's like, make sure that you don't lose yourself so much to the point where you don't even have your mind anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if you find yourself in that situation, start at least taking steps. It could be a baby step girl. Right. But something, something. I just want people in general to really be more active in their own lives. Yeah. Whatever that looks like. Yep. Whatever that looks like for you, whatever like deciding what decision works best for you and not feeling stuck. Mm-hmm. Yep. Be the main character. Yeah. Yeah. But I do think that some of the stuckness comes from a, a, a lack of resources, right? Yes, absolutely. And I and Usually I want to yeah, and I want to make sure that we name that because that's a very real reality that's for a lot real. of people. Like us being smart, educated, well-rounded, good resource women, mm-hmm. we can. It's easy for us to say these things. But now I. I was definitely in a relationship where of course I couldn't I'm not crying I'm about to cough and I'm trying to hold uh-huh. um <coughs> excuse me I couldn't leave uh-huh because I didn't have a job yeah um hold on oh. sorry I'm about to die mm-hmm I couldn't leave because I didn't have a job, so I couldn't get a home. Mm-hmm. And we lived together. And mm-hmm. I know that that's people's story. Mm-hmm. But again, what are your other options? Mm-hmm. How can you get money? Mm-hmm. Who can you ask? Can you get a job? What does that look like? Mm-hmm. Are there programs and services in your state, in mm-hmm. your city that can help you? Mm-hmm. Are there national services that yeah. can help you? And it might not be tomorrow. Yeah. It might still take time. Yeah. But that doesn't mean you stay. Yeah. <clears throat> I I definitely agree with that. I agree with that. But I also, again, I just, I you know what? I think it's because I have so much time working with young people mm-hmm. that I think about, like, why education is so important. Mm-hmm. And why all all young people need to have access to quality education. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like that lack of resources starts off so early. Yeah. Because they're miseducated, not educated, aren't around adults who love them, or not around educators who understand the impact that they have and the role that they have or are at schools where they don't have access to mental health. I just think that this problem is can be, in many cases, it's so far, like it's so deep-rooted mm-hmm. that like, that feeling, what is it? There's something, Michelle Obama says, she says, failure is a feeling way before it's a reality. Absolutely. And so if you start off failing, like that's why I'm so passionate. But again, this is we talk about mindsets. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's why I'm so passionate about like schooling and education yeah. because I'm like, if a kid fails in second grade, mm -hmm. you have now made that a part of this kid's reality. Mm -hmm. And in second grade, it seems non-consequential, but guess what? Now, when they fail in third grade, mm -hmm. it's not a big deal because mm -hmm. they failed in second grade. And they fail in fourth grade, mm -hmm. it's not a big deal because mm -hmm. they failed in fourth grade. Uh, there are far fewer stories mm -hmm. of students who are able to turn that around or who get another chance or to get to a, go to another school where they can turn that around. Yeah. Far so much more often, it's just that, well, it started in second grade mm -hmm. and he or she struggled their entire lives. Yeah, and I've heard adults speak that over kids as young as five. That's what I'm saying. And it's like, Look at it them seems now. dramatic. They're going to be in jail and they're going to be a dropout. I'm like, this is a five-year-old. A five-year-old, girl. That shit is, it seems dramatic, but I'm just but trying to real. point no. to the impact of like language and speaking life mm -hmm. into people. And, and speaking life into yourself. Speaking life into yourself and mindset and education, especially for people of color for mm -hmm. us this is so mm -hmm. important yeah i don't know about you know the whites them i don't know <laughs> but for but i us, also think whites are taught from the motherfucking womb yes that this world is there and they can have everything they want and do everything they want and for black people we are not taught that because it's not that yes. simple and we don't walk around like we own and deserve no. the world and so sometimes when we are getting the world, it feels uncomfortable mm -hmm. and we don't know what to do with that. Or sometimes when we have these amazing goals and mm -hmm. dreams and ideas, the fear isn't failing because mm -hmm. we failed. Mm -hmm. The fear is what happens if I get it? That's right. What do I and then do? what does that look like? Because yeah. also in our community, sometimes we are so divisive. Yeah. So like... Am I going to lose the people that I do love? Mm -hmm. Am I going to know how to manage it? Am I going to be like succumb with the pressures of right. success? Yep. Yep. Because my mind has never been trained yep. that I can be a millionaire. Because my mind is still in that scarcity mindset and mm -hmm. ain't having shit. Mm -hmm. And I don't have anyone. I don't have a class. I don't have a, mm -hmm. a rich aunt <clears throat> to teach me. Right. I don't have my parents to look right. to. Right. Mm -hmm. I just got to figure this shit out. Mm -hmm. And that's scary and tiring mm -hmm. for a lot of people. Yep. But a lot of, I'm telling you, like, the power of your mind. Look mm -hmm. what you were saying. Like, once you let somebody take it, it's good as gone. Go. Unless you can get it back. But there is so much power in being like, I can have absolutely everything yep. that I want. Yep. Yep. I can and I will. And here's what mm -hmm. I'm going to do. Mm -hmm. There's so much. There, instead of, and I think. And it might not just fall in your lap. No. You got, sometimes you got to work for something. Yeah. Shit. Here's what I'm going to do. Right. Here's, here's the small, here's the steps that I'm going to take. And I think that, again, so much time is not, it needs to be spent speaking that, teaching that way of thinking to young people. And not surface. Mm -hmm. Like really being like thoughtful about the way that not only you speak to young people, but like the way that you um, create programs, schools, curriculums, social emotional health mm -hmm. um, programs for young people of mm -hmm. color. 
Like, this is not a luxury. This is a necessity. Right, right, right. But, mm-hmm. like, because, like, our kids, what do they call it? They, our kids don't, don't aren't going to have parents necessarily whose first line of defense is going to say, we're going to take the kid to a therapist. Or right. we're going to take the... Right. We have to teach them these healthy ways of coping and navigating this world uh-huh. so that essentially they will learn to advocate and navigate this very, very complex, mm-hmm. you know, time. Mm-hmm. But Yeah, you're right. I feel like we talked about so many things. We, we talked did. about chicken. <laughs> we touched on Alabama niggas. Quick. Mm-hmm. Quick. We talked about going to Papa Do's. I went to Papa Do's. That mm-hmm. was crazy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's important. We talked about friendships. We talked talk about, about mindset. Friends, mindset. We talked about mm-hmm. mindfulness and mm-hmm. doing stuff for you. We talked mm-hmm. about selfishness. Mm-hmm. Feels like a good, well-rounded episode to me, huh? I think so. Hmm. Well, thank you again for being a guest. Thank you for being in my home and coming to visit me. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being such an amazing friend. Thank you for being a nigga friend. (laughs) (laughs) But it's the dance that you're doing. God, this isn't video because a mess. <laughs> but I appreciate you for real. I appreciate you, friend. And thank you for letting me sukasa all over your costume. You can sukasa all over my <laughs> Thank y'all for listening. Be safe out there and happy almost Leo season. Bye.